Hello everyone again from beautiful Merced, located in the Central Valley of California. Thanks for being with me on this journey. We are in part three of How to Not Be a Boring Preacher. Last time I left you with three thoughts. First, convince yourself I teach people the Bible. Second, answer the critical question of the text, so what? Then, find the big idea. When your preparation is done, remember, we're not talking about presentation yet. You'll have two or three sentences on your page. One sentence, which is your big idea, and then one or two sentences answering so what in concrete, tangible action steps. And When your message is summarized in this two-minute explanation, you might be ready to move on to presentation. In his book, Deep and Wide, Andy Stanley reminds us, quote, Jesus taught for a response. He taught for life change. He didn't come to simply dispense information. Practical teaching that moves people to action is one of the primary things God uses to grow our faith, end quote. Let's break that down because I I feel we must get that if we are to not be boring preachers. And really, I mean, let me just be totally honest. I really don't care if you and I are entertaining. It's not about how I feel about me or how I feel about you. It is about faithfully feeding the flock of God under our care. Because we teach people the Bible, we wouldn't dare bore someone with the living, active Word of God. Look at how Jesus taught. It was to elicit a response. That response wasn't today's altar call or something like that, but it was to tell them to do or be or think something. There was a so what to how the master taught. He didn't just dispense truth. There was a point. The point was changing their lives. It was moving them one step closer to him. Here in the congregation I lead, we talk about giving people a chance to take one more step towards Jesus. This is certainly no less true in our teaching. By the way, it should be true in everything a congregation does. Give people an opportunity to take one more step towards Jesus. Now, I'm not new at this game, just like you aren't either. In preaching circles, the word practical has gotten beat up a lot. I get it. I really do. We're afraid of being guilty of what the Apostle Paul warns young Timothy about in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, and that's that we'll reject sound and wholesome teaching and merely become the teachers who tell people whatever their itching ears want to hear. But as often happens when we swing too far in the tension the Bible presents, we preacher-teacher types have thrown the proverbial baby of practical and applicable teaching out with the bathwater of itchy ears. 
Now catch this, however. What I'm advocating for is 100% in line with what Paul is wanting Timothy to do, what the Lord wants all of us as teachers of people to do. Teach for life change. A message that scratches at itchy ears the way Paul was meaning is a message that requires no life change. It requires no challenge. It does not confront our sin with the truth of Scripture. And dear listeners, there are preachers teaching word by word, verse by verse, paragraph by paragraph, chapter by chapter, book by book, who do exactly what Paul is telling us not to do. Because their primary purpose is knowledge. As if knowledge is all a Christian needs. But My Bible informs me what I bet yours informs you of, too. In the second part of 1 Corinthians 8, verse 1, it says, Knowledge makes us feel important. It is love that strengthens the church. My dear preaching, teaching brothers and sisters, If all we're doing is teaching a subject, even if that subject is the Bible, we're not equipping the saints. We're making smarter sinners. We're making them arrogant. We're puffing them up with knowledge. Think about it. Think about it. Have you ever met a legalist who did not have a ton of Bible knowledge? I've not. I've never met a single legalist that couldn't quote me book, chapter, and verse why everything we're talking about is wrong. I haven't met a legalist yet that didn't have book, chapter, and verse even taken out of context for why we have to do a certain thing a certain way and it will be this way until Jesus comes back. No, knowledge is not their problem. Now, why have I gone through all of this? Why take up your time and my time doing this because of the takeaway for today's podcast, application. Knowledge makes us haughty. Application makes us holy. Now, that's not mine, so feel free to take it and use it. I don't remember where I first heard it. I've said it so many times, it feels like mine, but you take it, you use it. Knowledge makes us haughty. Application makes us holy. So now that you have your big idea and your so what, it's time to hone your exegetical homework into something people can grab onto, a handle, a a step, to help them take one step closer to Jesus. This is taking the so what and putting running shoes on it so your people can take it for a spin on Monday morning. Did I just rock your world again? Did did I scare you just a little bit? (laughs) Scares the devil out of me. I mean, this is life changer. This is making sure what we say on Sunday works on Monday. That's way different, isn't it? Now, in the final steps of preparation, 
You're up to one philosophical underpinning and three steps most of us are not taught in seminary. I've rearranged them to better convey how you'll end up working through this in real time. The philosophical underpinning is I teach people the Bible. Okay, now here are the three steps. The first step is find the big idea. Yes, that's a flip from where we were, but again, that's how you're going to do this in real time. You find the big idea. Step two, answer a critical question of the text. So what? That's the question you got to answer. So what? Step three, and here it is. Write one specific action step for an individual to apply this text to their life. That's the third step. Write one specific action step for an individual to apply this text to their life. Okay, that's making sure that what we tell them on Sunday is able to be run out on Monday. All right, one specific action step. And as a bonus, Write one specific action step the congregation can take as a whole. Now, maybe this might not be an action step so much as a vision-casting moment where you get to tease the congregation on, on what they can be, what this congregation can be to its city, what it can be for the kingdom, what it can be for the mission God has given. It's an action step for everyone to take. So the idea is that you have an action step for an individual, but you also have an action step that we all can take. When you're done with preparation, just prior to moving on to presentation, where we'll start next time, ask yourself this question. Will my listeners know what to do with this when I'm done? Will my listeners know what to do with this when I am done. Thanks again for joining me on a journey to not be a boring preacher and help people take another step towards Jesus. What a thrill to live life with Jesus. Until next time, preach the word because it will change our lives. <laughs>